0: Welcome to the Stuff and Junk Show, where we share our opinions on random subjects from interesting news, social topics, pop culture, our likes and dislikes, things we've seen, heard, or read to what we did and what we do. You know, Stuff and Junk. Hello, my name is Albert.
1: My name is Ruthie. This is Jami. Have you guys ever had King Cake? Do you guys know what King Cake is? Is that the
0: Hawaiian thing? King not Hawaiian ha- King, King. Hawaiian <laughs> cake,
1: not Hawaiian King bread. I
2: like King, King. Hawaiian cake. Yeah, they're right in Torrance too, do. man. It's like a South, d- South, South, South Southern California yeah. institution. King, King's Hawaiian, yeah, yeah. God bless
1: them. Yeah, What's yeah, yeah, yeah. No, Hawaiian King bread <laughs> is amazing, but totally oh. another thing. Oh, okay, sorry. <laughs> King cake. It's um, it's usually It's also called like I guess for me, like in my mind, I also call it a Mardi Gras cake because it usually comes out around that time. Um, it's a New Orleans thing, and usually it comes in. Crazy colors like these um, color sugar sprinkles um, in green, purple, and yellow. Uh, and oh my. Oh I my. believe. Green, purple, yes. It has like, oh is, is, nice. is it
2: in the cereal? <laughs> I think I've heard of it only in, in relation to the fact that like the biggest producer, one of the bigger companies that produces it, they bought the naming rights for the New Orleans Pelicans, right? So I think the arena is called like King Cake Arena. Wait, so the name of the
0: restaurant oh, is really? King Cake or is it King?
1: King. Like King and Queen? Yeah.
0: King restaurant? Yeah. It's oh, a but you're king, talking about, like sorry, you're Hawaiian
1: talking, King. Yeah, like but Hawaiian you're talking about this big restaurant, it's a king
0: right? Cake. Is it a restaurant?
1: No, no. It's no. just king a cake.
2: cake. A type of cake. It's it's like yeah. a new,
1: it's a type of cake. It's a New okay. Orleans thing. Okay, it okay. comes in a ring. It's a shape of a ring. It mm-hmm. basically looks like a bunt.
0: I see it. Now. A bunt yeah. cake. We just Googled it. Um, we are looking at the image right now
1: green purple yeah. and it looks like it looks like yellow a yellow it looks like a filipino of bread
0: with ube and all that stuff <laughs> yeah yeah
1: basically but so in this cake there they always put like uh and the, the only reason i bring this up is because um apparently every year around this time uh one of our vendor one of our freight forwarder vendors mm-hmm. f- at work sends our company um king cake mm-hmm. i guess they're from new orleans yeah and they put um, a little baby inside right yeah, okay. and then there's two baby. There's two baby mm-hmm. toys inside. Is it
2: two? Oh, okay. I thought it was just one. Okay.
1: Yeah, two. Yeah. So um, usually, like you cut it up, mm-hmm. um, and then like you take a slice for yourself, and mm-hmm. then you're eating. And then mm-hmm. if you happen to get the baby mm-hmm. in the middle, mm-hmm. there's like three things that people say: either you're gonna get pregnant if you're a woman, oh, right. or maybe you're gonna have a baby mm. if you're male. male. Um, it brings you good luck. Oh, right. But but the, the actual real thing, uh, the real reason behind it is. You're basically it to, to get the cake for next year. Oh, okay. Yeah. So now Sounds there's, a, like a, there's, there's a little superstition curse, going yeah. on. All right. On, huh? <laughs> so there's a little superstition going around um, this cake every time, mm. like my coworkers get it mm. uh, every year. Now I've only been at my company for I just made a year at my company, so this is the first time I'm having king cake with them. And when I sliced through and I stabbed my slice to mm. put it on my to put it on my plate. I felt something. I felt something hard in there, and I was like, "Oh no!"
0: Wait, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. You 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 felt something hard in there. No
1: pun intended. Hey, easy,
0: easy. Albert. Come on, i us keep I'm it surprised You're saying oh. something.
2: Oh, you touched my ta la la. ding
1: Okay, I was actually expecting that from Jamming, not from you. Well, he
2: beat me to it, to be honest. So ew. <laughs> yes. Go, go on. Something hard go hard go on, cousin. So it on <laughs> like it's gross. Yeah, all right, Tommy, the
1: moment has passed. It's <laughs> so gross. It's
0: so gross. All right.
1: And then, you touch so something I, hard. All right. Yeah, yes. We'll keep classic. I'm, ha- I'm
0: having her start the story <laughs> yeah. from there. Go ahead, go ahead.
1: So then I poke around and <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I see a little baby arm. What? And I'm like. Wait, wait,
0: wait, 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 wait. A baby arm? Like a real one? Mm-hmm.
1: Yes, yeah, so a real the baby. Arm, yeah.
0: it's for, oh, it's yes, a right. toy. It's
2: actually like
1: in right. the shape of... If you go to my Instagram, you'll see like it's in the shape of a baby. Like it's actually kind of creepy the way it looks, yeah. but it's like a tiny, tiny baby. Mm-hmm. And so I showed my coworkers and they're like, oh my God, you're going to be pregnant? Mm-hmm. Are you pregnant? Are you <laughs> going to have a baby? Are you? I'm so excited. We're going to have a little bambino. And I'm like, um, no. Yeah, no. <laughs> That's not... No. <laughs> and... And I was like, yeah, actually this means I'm supposed to get the cake for next year. But the reason why everybody got excited and thought that the whole pregnancy thing is right is because, um, two years ago, somebody who got, uh, one of the baby toys got pregnant a couple of months later last year. Um, my one coworker who also got the little baby toy and she actually kept it. She showed it to me earlier, um, She got pregnant a couple of months after she got the baby. Oh, interesting. (laughs) So now they're like, uh oh, you're next. I'm like, ah, crap. No, no. I, no. (laughs) I'm just like, nope, not happening. Not yet. Uh huh. It's Hmm. just going to be good luck for me. Like, like my horoscope said when when we did that show, Albert. It's just, it's probably just my luck is changing.
0: Right? Hmm. Right? So it's it's like, like, this is like a thing, birthing king cake stuff, baby Hmm? thingy?
1: Yeah. Thingy.
0: Now, no, nobody's like choked on this little baby.
1: No, because you kind of expect to find it, so you mm-hmm. kind of eat it carefully, huh. or you dig around your cake, your slice before you even chew it. But it's it's big enough that you're not gonna. I mean, if you're if you're like swallowing your food like like an animal, um, you might choke on it mm-hmm. slightly or just like down it and <laughs> you know excrete it later. <laughs> but um, for the most part, it's actually you know, sizable, like if you hit it with a fork, you're going to feel it.
0: Oh, okay. And the baby is supposed to represent <laughs> Jesus, right?
1: Yeah. So like Mardi Gras, I think like is supposed to um, come around three kings maybe or, or um, but it's also around, it's Mardi Gras is also Carnival, Fat Tuesday. Um, but yes, in, in some circles, it is believed that the baby represents baby Jesus And that's why he brings you prosperity and good luck or, you know, a a good year or something. Okay. Okay. So, but I'm not pregnant. I don't have any intentions of getting pregnant. Mm -hmm. So, it's just for good luck.
0: It almost sounds like you're jinxing it. Yeah.
1: No, no, no. Interesting.
0: Oh, okay. Congratulations, you. Congratulations.
1: No, stop.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Do you guys have any kind of traditions like this in the... In the Philippines Because there's something not, not even similar But there is a thing Where you kind of hide food in, in Chinese culture Like for New Year's What you do is You know you know how you, you make dumplings And stuff like that And on, on, uh, They'll randomly select dumplings As you make it They put like a little red date In some of them And as you hmm. eat And stuff like that If you get the one with the red date You get like a red envelope And stuff like that
0: If there is one Ooh. I'm not aware of it No How about you?
1: No I'm not aware of it okay. Um Well like, like in what aspect Like who's gonna have
0: no, just like, any any kind of tradition where you, it has you, to do with like you stuff giving food? birth, <laughs> right. I guess. or we stuff food
2: in other foods and stuff like that. Some weird thing like that. We
1: basically just stuff ourselves. Yeah, <laughs> I'm sure if you
0: Google it, like Filipino and superstition Yeah, birth, given freely, in, yeah. equal yeah, and add to everyone. That. Okay, all right. So what we have to learn here is that apparently Ruthie is going to get pregnant. So now, <laughs> is that the takeaway? <laughs> I feel like it's the opposite of what we, what we learned. Okay, uh, all right. Anyways, uh, on this and
1: nine months from now. Yeah. <laughs>
0: Nine months from now.
1: <laughs> okay. Well,
0: anyways, on this 224th episode of the show, we are going to be talking about like uh, what makes a best picture of the year thing and this is a reaction to Green Book winning the best picture of the Oscars. Which
1: had the bomb ass poster and I called it mm-hmm. what?
0: Yeah, Ruthie actually <laughs> predicted that. <laughs> and we were and we were making fun of her about that. But yeah. And then and then we're also going to talk about uh, one of Ruthie's pet peeves. It's something about Don't Touch My Shit. Mm-hmm.
1: Don't touch my shit, bro. Mm-hmm. Yeah,
0: yeah. And then uh, and then me and John Meng, our movie correspondent person, are gonna be talking about the movie uh Fighting with My Family. Mm-hmm. Is it fighting with my family or fighting with the family? Fighting with my family. Fighting with my family. All right. So over the weekend, as of this recording, the Oscars finally played out. And actually, as a a hostless Oscars, it actually wasn't bad. I actually kind of liked it. Mm -hmm. Um, Anyways, the big controversy of the evening was that Green Book won Best Picture of the Year over other movies like A Star is Born. Uh, over Roma, over Black Klansman, you know, and, and several other ones. You mean all
2: the good movies? It went over, over all the good movies. Now you haven't seen Green Book. To right? be, yeah, to be fair, I'm, I'm gonna talk a lot of bad things about. It, but to be fair, I haven't seen it at all.
1: I haven't seen it either. Yeah, yeah. but I still called it. Oh yeah, mm-hmm. oh, I yeah. actually, I actually oh, yeah. do have the
0: uh, the free copy of, of Green Book. If you guys actually want to see yeah, I saw it, it. Mm-hmm. That I got from Regal uh, Cinemas Well here's so, the thing I haven't seen Green Book But I did see
2: uh, Seth Meyers sketch About White Savior <laughs> Which is pretty much a Green Book uh, But
0: this it, is, that's the thing though You haven't seen the movie And I would argue That it isn't a complete White Savior movie Yeah but I would also
2: argue uh, According to the community That it's based on The black community Yes it is a white Savior movie I'm going to trust The black community
0: yeah. Uh, I, I'm thinking the black community didn't watch this movie Well,
2: oh. So you are going to go tell the community that again it's kind of based on his life and stuff that they're wrong Was what
0: you No, you're no What they're complaining about was that they, they, they did not, they did not consult the family Which seems like a big deal It's a big deal it Seems like a big deal But if you actually watch it if you watch the movie it's not completely a white saver movie It yeah, really is
2: Why call it a green book
0: then? If anything else I mean it's pointers to the movie now because I want to make my point uh-huh. it's, it's because <laughs> it's that the black guy Mahershala Ali uh-huh. was the actually one that saved uh, Viggo Mortensen's character, mm-hmm. yeah. you know, saved his soul, so yeah. to speak.
2: But they, mm-hmm. but they, but they, the Viggo Morrison did teach him how to uh, like black, uh fried chicken, right? That did, that's in the movie,
0: right? That's not. A, how that's, is that a white that savior?
2: Is, but that is <laughs> in the movie, though, right? <laughs> That, that, yeah, that's yeah, the, the
0: white guy taught him how to like fried chicken he did teach him how the to right lighten savior. up too that's true right he did teach him about
2: how to lighten up and but stuff. but we are, we are, we are he, did, getting he, off. he did teach him how to be a more authentic black man is, 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 is I think their point that, I that think he, ta-
1: he taught him how to appreciate
2: there you go yeah exactly
0: yeah. the
1: different uh, like yeah. a culture that is actually his mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah this
0: is not a traditional white savior movie this isn't Tom no. Cruise but yeah, it is a white savior movie is this isn't is no it's not I'm <laughs> telling no, you it's not, completely not have
2: you seen the Seth Meyers sketch though
0: I have not seen that. I would recommend you see this. I think, though. but the thing is, though, they're doing it for for the laugh. Yeah, but yeah, you should see this. You should see. And this. I'm telling you, I saw the movie, yeah. and I'm gonna tell you, it's not a traditionally white. I, I just asked you to see
2: the movie and and the sketch and see if the sketch because di- they, they go through all the di- different beats. Just, just, I'm not just asking you to see the sketch. Is it is this in YouTube? Yeah, it's on YouTube. Yeah, it's on YouTube. All right, I'm going to pause this podcast no, no, right a, now. No, no, no. How long, how long is the sketch? It's like six minutes. It's a long okay, sketch. Okay, forget yeah, yeah, Check it
0: out afterwards.
1: Okay, we'll watch it afterwards. Fine, yeah, it's I'll it. watch it it's
0: afterwards. A, it's a funny sketch. I'll put it I'll in the show notes. Yeah. So let, me, let me write it down before we okay. get here.
1: <laughs> or text it to us. <laughs> yeah. You know,
0: we'll just, we'll just remember it. Seth, oh, Green Book. We'll remember it. You're not old sketch. man, right? You're not getting Alzheimer's, right? Dang it, right? Next,
1: year, next year we have to put money down.
0: Yeah. No, I don't bet money. But, anyways, cheap <laughs> but
1: it's so much fun.
0: Anyways, the point is the that's a stereotype right there, man. You're cheap. How dare
1: you? Dude, <laughs> you I lost $100 two weeks ago because yeah. I bet on a dating show on oh, Netflix. Oh, did you really?
0: Oh, really? <laughs> so, so, Jami, were you one of those people who, who like trolled their Wikipedia page for Green Book? No, I didn't do that. But it's funny. it's funny that they did that, though. Yeah. yeah.
1: Come on now. Yeah. You can tell us the, the truth.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I don't, know how, uh, I don't know how to
2: edit Wikipedia, but like, that's very like, really funny.
0: Like they changed the, the title to Lying White Guilt Trash mm-hmm. kind of thing. Something <laughs> <laughs> like that. So there, there, there are all this stuff. Links in the show notes if you guys want yeah. to take a look at that. But, but, anyways, the point is that the real point of this segment isn't about Green Book. <laughs> what? It's about, like, what makes, what do you'd say makes a best picture movie mm-hmm. of the year? Like, what would be your. Standard, your criteria or what makes a best picture? Because obviously, Green Book doesn't meet yours. Mm-hmm. It doesn't or meet anybody. Me- anybody. It doesn't meet my or anybody either. with taste. <laughs> That's what was to say? Uh, Ruthie, how about you? Miss Sue doesn't well, um, really watch a lot of movies.
1: <laughs> um, for me, I think definitely character character roles, how well it's developed, um, how well it's acted. It's it's basically everything that you can find. Um, In a picture, in in a movie, that's number one. The acting is good, the story is good, um, the setting is good. It speaks to popular culture. um, The cinematography is good. The the um, costumes are good. Like I feel like it's an all encompassing um, type of award. So you're, you're,
0: you're more of like it has to check all the boxes.
1: It has to check all the boxes.
0: But that can apply to so many other movies as well, though.
1: I mean, it could, but you have to. It's also like a little bit of a popularity contest. Well, I mean, in a a popularity contest, in terms of like uh, for movie buffs that are are so involved in cinematography and like are more focused on the story rather than its actual popularity. You know what I mean? Like, popularity is part of it, but it also has to have a storyline that speaks to, um, I guess, like to the times also.
0: Um. Okay, Jabbing what mm-hmm. do you think about what Ruthie said? <laughs> oh, oh, oh I would just go with mine. Are you
1: laughing at me?
0: <laughs> I'm just saying. Yeah. Well, what you were just saying is so broad in yeah. general.
1: Well, well, that's what it, it's a movie. <laughs> it's
0: yeah, best that's okay. That's that's okay. Your excuse. You like yeah. you don't watch a lot of uh, movies, so that's fine.
2: Jabbing well, what do uh, yeah. you think <laughs> Yeah I can't really speak to what what Ruthie said uh, right. but my criteria I have basically two criteria. Number 1 is uh does the movie no
0: controversies what? No no no. no. <laughs> not
2: not uh not, back, not no racism. That's the number one. That's very key. You know what I mean? Uh uh, two criteria. Basically, number one is basically does it. It's to me, uh, m- films is a, it's an art form, right? And like any art form, like literature or whatever, there are certain mm-hmm. tropes and certain things that that are that are uh, would call that uh, that are repetitive expected. And stuff like that. Yeah, expected. Yeah. And if a movie doesn't do any of that, if it advances the artwork, if it pushes the boundaries and stuff like that, you know what I mean? Adva- you know what I mean? I think that's. That's the first criteria. An example of that would be like, I don't know, 2001. Right? It's an old reference, but 2001, you know what I mean? Cla- it's using classical music. It's not a linear kind of story. It jumps like 10,000 years. You know, there's, there's a lot artsy-fartsy stuff that goes along with 2001, a uh, space odyssey. You know what I mean? The ending is mysterious and stuff like that. You know what I mean?
0: Yeah, the thing about 2001, I think a lot of people don't realize that movie was made before we even went to space.
2: Yeah. And, uh, you know, while well, you know, uh, you know, well, I use a more recent example, like Black Panther, I'll use a Black, Black Panther. The way that uh, it's, 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 even though it's an action movie, the females have a very substantial role in it, you know what I mean? It's not like mm-hmm. a James Bond movie where the females are just kind of to be there to be rescued. They, they have opinions, they have agency and stuff like that, you know? You know what I mean And also Black Panther Unlike other action movies It did deals with Like really serious Social topics And stuff like that You know what I mean mm-hmm. It's very You know very of the time It's very it, progressive it, that way If
0: women are important In your criteria Then how I do... think
2: I, I think it's It's important in everybody's criteria Fair enough But <laughs> how uh, How would
0: you think Rocky
2: won then mm-hmm.
0: Yeah but I mean That's a, that's a whole other thing
2: Then, then you're talking about How cer- Well again certain, It how, has to
1: do with the times Yeah how right. Do
2: certain movies yeah. age And stuff like that You know what I mean And and also, I mean, if you're talking about just the Academy Award as, as the award itself, people, I think they should also think about how this movie will age. You know what I mean? How, you know what I mean? Because I think a, a year from now, nobody's gonna think about Green Book. I mean, you know what? I'll use another example. I think it's been what three years since since Birdman won
0: mm-hmm. Best Picture. Does anybody really think about Birdman? No. Does, does anybody really think about the artist? No. I mean, you know I mean? I, and we said that when when it came out too. It's like it's a good movie, Best Picture of the year. Yeah. Probably not. not. Yeah. Right. But, you know like, I mean, okay. sir, let me ask this. Rudy, I know you don't watch a of movies, but what beat <laughs> Avatar in the Oscars? Do you know what that movie is? Avatar? What Avatar? was the movie that beat Avatar
2: in the Oscars? I didn't even know Avatar was dominated for Best Picture. Um, yeah, it was. Was it really? Yeah. I didn't even know that. Okay.
1: What was it again? I can't remember. Okay. No one ever remembers who wins Best Picture yeah, the
0: no year one. after. Yeah, no one does. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, the thing is... uh, Great movie. Oh, by the way, that's just Hurt
2: Locker. Is it Hurt Locker? Oh, yeah. Does see, anybody um, think about Hurt Locker anymore? Yes, yeah. See, no. see, there's a yeah. theme yeah. there.
1: Like it's it's about like human um human connection and like exploring the 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 rawness and the essence of being a human being and like the flaws that we have and being able to dig into those feelings mm. and emotions well, and being able to portray it, that. To be
2: fair, Birdman covers that. But does it do it well though? It, well, no, I think it, it does. does it well. I mean, come on. Birdman is of, actually uh, a great movie. Best it, to yeah. You? It's it a dope? great probably movie probably for that
1: because it, it delves dope? into a lot of psychological issues.
2: Okay. I'll, I'll give you guys another classic example. You know what I mean? Another classic example is the year that uh, Shakespeare in Love won over uh, <laughs> uh, Saving uh, Private Pri- Ryan. Saving Private Ryan. I think that's a classic example. You know what okay, I mean? As far yeah. as pushing, pushing the art form ahead, no, it's obviously Saving Private Ryan. You know what I mean? Yeah. That that yeah. first twenty minutes and last twenty minutes—it's the most visceral experience of my life. You know, I've never experienced anything like that. You really put you right in the in the battlefield yeah. and stuff like that. You know Plus, what I mean? yeah, yeah. yeah the, that's exactly
1: what he wanted. Yeah. yeah. yeah.
0: Visual, visually, it stands as <coughs> a test of time, and then and then the messaging itself of the movie is actually stands as <coughs> of time. Yeah, you exactly. Know? So and also that's a that's a, that's a different
2: diff- 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 topic, but it, the reward that uh, private Saving Private Ryan. Uh, 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 ultimately, one is sort of like it's with history. You know, I mean, people think, look back on, say, right, with fondness, it's a real achievement. Nobody really thinks back on, you know, say Shakespeare and Yeah, I, I, mean, I guess, yeah. I mean,
0: I'm the same with you. I, I think looking to see how this will affect the future mm-hmm. makes a difference, which is why my argument with Avatar. Mm-hmm. I think because even though a lot of people make fun of Avatar, oh cliche, whatever, yeah. nobody nobody talks about Avatar. The thing is though is that look at f- film cinema nowadays yeah. and look at what Avatar has done to progress filmmaking. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, just from yep. Avatar, you know, yep. and people kind of ignore that factor. Yeah. So. You they forget. To, they, no, they forget. My second thing, yeah. Second thing. Go Sorry. On. My second criteria. This
2: is one that's a little bit more abstract, a little more personal. It's just it's the movie that kind of affects you emotionally. You know what I mean? It's the one that you know it hits you on a visceral, a uh, gut level, makes you cry like a little girl. And right. Like that, the emotionality I mean? and the emotion of, it of it, and, and like,
1: assessing human condition.
2: You know, I'll give you an example: is uh, <clears throat> fighting for my family. You know, what I mean? technically, it's 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 a rehash. You know what I mean? There's a lot. Of, uh, I just saw it this last weekend. It's a rehash of a lot of things. It's an underdog story. It's a sports story. You know, what I mean stuff you've seen a million times before. Not that many new things about it, but on an emotional level, it really hits you. Like uh, throughout the movie, you know, you can really relate to the family and what they're going through, the fighting and stuff like that. You know, what I mean, as most S- underdog sports stories, dude. exactly. So those are my two biggest. Things when I think are best movie of the year, but fighting with it's, my
0: family wouldn't be a best picture. Oh, of course, of the year. yeah,
2: yeah, yeah. But but I'm just saying, it's two things. One is it innovative. Is it is it is it, is it, uh, is it presenting something new to cinema? Is it is, it, is it pushing yeah. the artwork forward? And then my second criteria is just a, more of an emotional thing. Does it hit me on an emotional level and stuff like that?
0: Mm-hmm. Okay, um, yeah. I I have four criteria for myself. Come and, on, man! I just did two. And jamming kind of covers, <laughs> covers It covers it, kind of thing. Oh, okay. <laughs> it has to, I gen-
1: and I generalize. It, yeah. it
0: has it has to excel at filmmaking. Mm-hmm. Like basically what he said was yeah. advanced filmmaking in one way. I think there's there's variance to that because you can only advance filmmaking so much. So I will say it has to excel at filmmaking, right? Um, the other thing also Ruthie pointed out, it has to be somewhat culturally relevant. Mm-hmm. It has to be culturally relevant of when it came out,
2: mm-hmm.
0: right? It can't just be a movie that only made I don't know thirty million dollars in the box office. Yeah. Hurt Locker, uh, and then suddenly, <laughs> suddenly that's like relevant. Like mm-hmm. no, I don't. That's not how it works. You know, it has to be culturally relevant either by its themes or by its popularity. Like like the world kind of accepted it, mm-hmm. kind of like a Star is Born. Mm-hmm. Star is Born made a lot of money because a lot of people really liked that movie. Yeah, you know. So uh, and then my my fourth thing is is I think I already, I already combined that one. Advanced filmmaking and excel at it. I guess that's mm-hmm. two different things, mm-hmm. but it's the same thing at the same time. Yeah, that's essentially it. For mine is, I know, like I made fun of you, Ruthie, being broad, but mm-hmm. mine is kind of broad. But next at the same time, time, give time, us
1: instructions on what you want. No, no,
0: no. But this <laughs> is all. Op- this is all opinion. This is all opinion. Yeah. <laughs> Your opinion just doesn't really work with me at that point. Hey. <laughs> but- <laughs> wow. <laughs> God damn.
1: What did I do? Nothing. <laughs>
0: nothing. Nothing. But 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 the point is is that yeah, it, I think I think people forget about about how a movie has to stand the test of time. Mm-hmm. It, they keep only thinking about the now. And mm-hmm. that's the problem with, with people saying the best picture of the year. And this is also not uh, discounting the people who like pop movie, pop movies, like popular movies. Because mm-hmm. I would argue Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse covers all that. It excels at filmmaking. It's a popular movie. It, it's uh, culturally relevant with its, with its mm-hmm. messaging. And, and it has an emotional kick at the end. And it has an mm-hmm. emotional kick. Yeah. I need
1: emotional t- kick. You definitely need the emotional
0: mm-hmm. kick. Yeah. I, I think Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse will stand it as a time. It's a different yes. sort of form of animation. So, But there'll be future animators that are going to look into this and go, oh, like I like what they did there. I'm going to try and emulate it. Mm-hmm. Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse is the best picture of the year. But but yeah. <laughs> At least it won Best Animated Movie of yeah. the year. But it really deserves more recognition than it did in the Academy mm-hmm. Awards. Yeah. yeah, and I guess this is just my way of going around the band with the, with the segment by saying, <laughs> Spider-Man into Spider-Verse, this is our best picture of the year in the Oscars. Now we see where you're
1: going with this. <laughs> yeah. It deserved,
2: even if it didn't, I mean, you can just take out the best picture of the year. It deserved a lot more awards than you get. Sound mixing, the sound is yeah. amazing. The editing is amazing. There's yeah. a lot of stuff you could have nominated uh, into Spider-Verse if if the, if if the, what do you call it? if the nominating body if the Academy was more kind of progressive and forward thinking, but it is what it is it is what it is well, like i said yeah, a it lot is it is. Yeah. i mean there's two games you're playing here i mean when you're a filmmaker you either you play the game of a hey, winning awards accolades and stuff or do you uh do you play the game of hearts and minds you know what i mean the audience is, and I'm, you know i think spider-verse will win that second game where it's like the people that watched it and, and loved it will carry with it you know for a long time you know
0: exactly um
2: you guys have
1: do you guys have any pet peeves I mean, I'm oh sure yeah, of did. course, of course. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. give me give me a couple of examples.
0: Mm-hmm. Uh, one of my pet peeves is people not knowing how to park. Oh okay, <laughs> like like I, I make come to an, New York. <laughs> I, I make an effort to park my car properly so that I don't hit people's cars. and you know, open the doors, and so that I can mm-hmm. leave space for other cars to park around me. Mm-hmm. But then, but then a lot of people just don't know how to park, mm-hmm. and then they, they and they don't seem like they care either. So screw you guys, yeah. pet peeve of mine. <laughs>
2: Uh, and you jamming? I have, I'll do a couple of driving ones too. Like if you're going to pull out and sort of cut me off, or you're going to pull out of a, a shopping center, just gun it. You know what I mean? Don't just pull out of it. You know what I mean? A, a cut me off and yeah, just drive yeah, like two miles yeah. per hour. that's that to me that's horrible. If you're going to do it, just do it fast. And it's like, oh, that sounds dirty. <laughs> you know what I mean? And my other pet peeve <laughs> is kind of random. It's like you know when you're driving with something and then you have to make a left. You have to cross both lanes. and You have to. Mm-hmm. You know have to look left and right. How come the passenger next to you? How come they have to look left and right? You don't have to do it. You don't have to do that. the back, relax. <laughs>
1: a good co-pilot yeah you're just
2: blocking my way you're blocking my, my right view oh so like that,
1: actually like blocking your view okay. yeah, like, yeah that
2: yeah. bugs me a lot I don't know why but for some reason the person sitting next to you always automatically has to look left and right too lean forward and look left and right I was like well no not, not necessary that's, that's fine sit back relax relax
1: yeah 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 i so. see that i see I'll, or, or like those that change lanes and then they actually slow down yeah. instead of speeding up that makes no sense yeah. to
2: me uh, to me a lot of the legal stuff that you do as far as like changing lanes coming into merging whatever if you do it fast and you do it quickly well, it sounds dirtier than it, is, it should be but if you do it fast <laughs> and you do it really really
1: just it's actually more efficient yeah, it's fine
2: it's fine whatever <laughs> you know what i mean but
1: yeah, yeah. anyway those yeah. are some my my pet peeve that i managed to I luckily um, went through on Sunday night was um, like I, I don't like when people touch my stuff. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I mean, i there's certain people that can touch my stuff if it's <laughs> like you know people I know or like, but if it's somebody that I don't know,
0: oh, and like touching
1: my stuff, and like, <laughs> all
0: right, <I'll> sorry, <laughs> right, I just have to go yeah, there again. Don't
1: touch my shit. <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> okay, I'm sorry. Sorry. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead.
1: <laughs> Another pet peeve is I don't like getting interrupted. i
0: Easy, yeah. <laughs> Albert. Mm-hmm. Is there any specific Albert. stuff?
1: Or just like,
2: Jeff, are you talking about at work or at home? Or just it's, it's everything. I'm
1: talking about the laundry room. Like, there's just something sacred to me about my laundry. Mm-hmm. Okay. Backtracking. I live in New York. We don't, we're not allowed to have um, washers and dryers in units, mm-hmm. at least for the older buildings, because like in case there's an overflow, mm-hmm. like you don't want to flood the apartment and then it's going to trickle down and it's right. going to cause so much damage. So we all have laundry rooms. So, so, now, Ruti,
0: describe your laundry room to me and Jamming here in the West mm-hmm.
2: Coast. <laughs> is it in oh, a basement? Is it dark, dank so and kind of kind I dangerous?
1: actually live in a building mm-hmm. where uh, we have a, one washer and one dryer on each floor. In each wing, just one. So ev-
0: mm-hmm.
1: yeah, just one and one. And how many on each r- floor?
0: How many? How many rooms are there per floor?
1: Um, one room. So it's one washer, one dryer per floor. And there's about twelve apartments Ooh. per that's not, floor. That's not enough at all. Oh, yeah. <laughs> But I mean, we all take turns. Like yeah. I pick a day where I know nobody's gonna do their laundry. But even so,
0: that's a, that's twelve. That's twelve. Uh, that's twelve uh, rooms. And uh, Is there rooms? Apartments. apartments. 12 apartments and one washer. It's only seven days a week. Yeah. Even if there's like two people doing one for one day,
1: mm-hmm. it still doesn't Yeah, really that's the entire up. day. Yeah. yeah, that's the entire day of the, the washer running. Okay, go on. So to make matters worse, our building has a gas leak. Mm-hmm. So for the last month, they're, they've shut down the gas. So the dryers run on gas and they're not currently working. So they installed electric dryers um, on the first floor in like this big meeting room that we have mm-hmm. next to another set of washers mm-hmm. which the, over there there's three washers oh, wait, so they set up d- six also no
2: mm-hmm. hot showers then right
1: no no it doesn't affect that oh, okay. like okay. our boiler runs on like gotcha. okay. natural gas sure. so like that's completely different oh,
0: Okay.
1: Um, so these electric dryers they only installed six mm. so there's 244 apartments in this entire building right Oh my God. Now, mm-hmm. I was careful enough to only do one at a time, and I checked that to make sure that not all the dryers were being used. So I was like, okay, maybe I can use I could use two. Some mm-hmm. people were using three, mm-hmm. and I was like, whatever. I'm just going to be polite, and I'm only going to use two, up to two. And I said I always set a timer so that I don't I never miss um, picking up my laundry. Now I must not have been. It was like my my dryer suddenly like ended. I went downstairs only to find this guy loading his dryer, his stuff, mm-hmm. his laundry into my dryer. So like, I looked at him bewildered, like, what the, where's my stuff? And yeah. <laughs> I'm just mm-hmm. like staring at him, like, what are you doing? Mm-hmm. And he, and mind you, these are my white towels. Mm-hmm. And I take care of my white towels to keep them very white because I like, I like my towels to be white because I could see that they're clean. Mm-hmm. And I could bleach them and I could sanitize them, et cetera, et cetera. And he like smiles at me, he's like, oh, I took your laundry out and I put it here. And he rolls a grocery cart with my stuff Mm -hmm. inside of it. Mind you, Mm -hmm. this room has laundry carts, which are those stainless steel basket looking things Mm -hmm. that are cleaner. This thing had like stains on it and it was dirty and like smudges and everything. Like, you know, these shopping carts are used for the building, like for people who you know, bring whatever up, like if they buy stuff and, you know, bring down stuff or if they're moving stuff out in and out of the building. So I literally, I lost it. Mm -hmm. Like, first of all, dude, don't touch my shit. (laughs) Secondly, you like, do you not see how dirty this is? (laughs) So I, I lost it. Like I've never, and I'm usually really, 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 really patient. And I never, almost never lose my temper. But this one, this guy just like did a double whammy on me. So I, just looked at him I said what did you do and I picked up all my white fluffy towels that would have been done threw it on the floor and I said you might as well have thrown it on the floor do you not see how dirty this shopping cart is and he's like why are you why are you so angry why are you talking to me like this you're you can't talk to me like this I said I will talk to you however I want why did you touch my laundry it hasn't it probably hasn't even been done more than a minute can't give me a minute to get my laundry <laughs> so,
0: so, so did, did it end up going like this
2: It was pretty close yeah what was the conclusion did you guys fight it out or did you pay for another cycle what do you guys what was the conclusion?
1: I basically scared the bejesus out of him oh okay yelled at him <laughs> called him names oh. But what is what, nearly did that yeah what is the and etiquette
2: actually so the thing is it's on a timer right so it, you know you you have an idea like yeah, 40 minutes from now it'll yeah. be done you have to go down but what I
1: literally set my timer and yeah. I know for a fact that it probably he probably just waited it for, waited for it to be finished and then took out my clothes because he was like oh Finish other people him. do it to me all the yeah. time and I'm okay with it and I was like
2: but what is not, but not what is, everybody
1: likes their stuff to be touched yeah, but, especially laundry i don't curious, know how clean you are i don't yeah. know how dirty you are But like, what,
2: what is the etiquette though how how long do you are you supposed to wait before you touch somebody else's stuff like, like you know what I mean?
1: five do, to ten minutes five to ten
2: minutes Did at you guys, least do you guys put like a little post-it note saying oh i will be back at this time do you do, you do anything like that or is it it's of, kind of like, like, like an thing?
1: unspoken rule yeah. like you should at least wait a few minutes Mm -hmm. um or like we have a doorman so like you can let the doorman know if somebody's taking a lot longer than 15 minutes Mm -hmm. to take out their stuff and then and only then can you take can like you maybe touch other people's stuff now the thing is it's not like i'm being picky about people other other people like super picky about other people touching my stuff that's happened before i haven't i didn't lose it the thing that made me lose it was that this idiot put it in a dirty grocery cart when there were two other clean laundry carts around the room that he could have used instead
0: so do you, do you think that would have made a huge difference
1: that would have made a huge difference i would have just like huffed it out and and huffed and puffed and then just walked away but like i don't care if he's dirty enough mm-hmm. to be okay with putting his dirty or and or clean clothes in a dirty shopping cart that's his prerogative, whatever, I don't care. Just don't put my white towels on in yeah. it. Like when there's clearly like dirt and like smudges and spills and just nasty stuff in this cart.
0: Is this <laughs> like the reason? Is that's this...
1: when I lost it. And I was like, do you see how dirty this is? And do you see how white my towels are? And like, what is wrong with you?
0: <laughs> yeah, no, no, I, I don't disagree with you. I mean, I guess this is the reason why you see some clips of New York where people like are literally waiting by a washer or dryer because yeah. they don't want anybody else to interfere. You know? Yeah. 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 I get it. No, I get it. People, I get
1: it. Yeah, yeah
2: it makes you glad I'm, I live in L.A. Then <laughs> you, know, you just you be glad
1: are, that you
0: have your own wash yeah. and dry in your own yeah. home. Mm-hmm. So that's what yep. it is.
1: Yep. Yeah. I know. I'm. I'm now. My go- my next goal is to move to an apartment with an in washer and dryer yeah. <laughs> in yeah. the unit. Yeah. back That way. <laughs>
2: back when uh, back in the day, back in like the eighties, when we first moved to America, we, you know, we lived in uh, near San Francisco and stuff like that. So we had to, you know, we didn't have washer and dryers in our apartment, so we had to actually go to like a what's it, laundromat and stuff like that. A
1: laundromat. Yeah. yeah.
2: And then you know there was no there was no uh, iPhones or anything, like that, nothing to keep you entertained. We actually literally just stayed there for the hour mm-hmm. or two hours it took to do. Yeah. Or You
1: had to, like take a book or like something. Yeah. What a nightmare. Good lord! Some of them have arcades. Oh yeah, So yeah, yeah. the next day, I literally just like I was so upset that mm-hmm. so I threw my towels on the floor. I picked it up, mm-hmm. put it back, put it in my my push cart for mm-hmm. my laundry. Mm-hmm. um I took the my second dryer out mm-hmm. even though it wasn't done yet because I I just could not go back there yeah. to pick it up, mm-hmm. and I. Rewashed all my laundry the next day. Oh, there you go. Because I was so pissed off. No, but at a different place, I went outside the building.
2: Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> so I, I'm not, I, I would like, do I the same thing I am not running yeah. into
1: any more idiots from my building. <laughs> Otherwise, I'm really going to yeah. fight somebody.
2: The, so there are, there are, this, is not, this might be a dumb question, but there's still laundromats in New York? There, everywhere. Oh, yeah. everywhere? So that is a dumb everywhere. question. Yeah, yeah. You're right. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> it's very much a New York thing. <laughs> yeah, it's a New York thing.
1: <laughs> okay. oh. Moral of the story. Don't touch my shit.
2: Oh, wait, hold on a second. Okay, have be- I have, I do have one more New York question. Is it mm. the, the rat situation in your? It's, it's, it is a serious thing, right? It is, it is a thing. Out oh there.
1: yeah, yeah, and yeah. they're fearless. Like yeah. they will literally even walk along you while mm-hmm. you're waiting for the sub, like waiting for a train in the subway mm-hmm. on the platform. Like mm-hmm. if you go like to towards the ends where they have um, these garbage bins. Mm-hmm. Usually, there's like rats just like hanging out, and oh like Lord. sometimes they'll even try to get close to you, but not to like attack you, just mm-hmm. like to see what you just have. Just
2: hang out, see what you have. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, to it's shake like you People like
1: they just kind of yeah. Because I keep seeing you know, news reports.
2: Around. I saw a documentary on rats a couple years ago. It's yeah, it seems it like a nightmare. Anyway, sorry, I didn't mean to. Do that, yeah, it's
1: Yeah, yeah, we see them like like it, they're they're like pigeons.
0: Oh lord. <laughs> They're like pigeons. <laughs> They're like
1: pigeons. Ground like, you know pigeons. how they say pigeons are rats God, with wings? Well, damn, yeah, yeah. yeah, rats are like pigeons. <laughs> Without
0: wings. <laughs> gotcha. I'm glad I live it that way. All right.
1: As of this recording, it's currently nine fifty six AM on February twenty seventh in Hanoi, Vietnam, and
0: It's time we take a look and see what's going on, and I'm gonna put peace in North Korea, you know, because that's what I do. All
1: right. Okay, Trump.
0: <laughs> okay. <laughs> Anyways, uh, speaking of toxic stuff, uh, Rotten Tomatoes finally bans user reviews and comments before a film's theatrical release. Why so soon? Why so soon, right? After all these years of, of people bombing reviews before the movie's <laughs> even out. You know, and, and this is pretty much because of the whole Captain Marvel thing and, and Star Wars Episode Nine, where, where a lot of and like-
2: Ghostbusters? Like,
0: uh, yeah, Ghostbusters back then mm-hmm. too. Yeah, mm-hmm. there were people like trolling around tomatoes to try and get the users' scores down and the audience reactions down, kind of thing. Did they ever explain why do they allow uh, reviews before uh, uh, movies are released? Because I guess it opens up for people who have advanced screenings and whatnot. Mm-hmm. That's pretty much it. But now, now they're finally just yeah. But people go-,
2: go to advanced screen. I mean, I mean, I don't want, I don't want some uh, Joe Blow to do. Uh, advanced screen reviews anyway. I want, you know, Well, I mean, people,
0: people will go to it when they go to it. So, yeah. you know, but yeah.
2: I don't think they should have the feature anyway
0: to begin with. But anyway, all right. Yeah, but I mean, yay, mm-hmm. congratulations. So Captain Marvel makes changes already. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well, and it's too bad for all those people who, who are like, oh, I can't do my review. Mm-hmm. Screw you guys. Speaking of user interactions, yeah. there's actually a new cup called Tudder. It's like Tinder for cow- cows and bulls. What? I'm sorry, what? <laughs> it's like Tinder <laughs> for cows and bulls. Mm-hmm.
1: Literally?
0: Tudder, like other? Tudder? Yeah. Tudder. Mm-hmm. And It's in the UK. So, Is this for people who matching? want... Matching? Yes. Mm-hmm. Is this for people who... No, no. They're not trying to mate cows and bulls. Mm-hmm. No, uh, I, I... I guess they could. What? No? No, they're, they're, I think they're selling cows or bulls.
1: Oh, uh, so if you. See, I thought it was like, you know, if you want them to mate to breed. I that guess. would make sense. Yeah, that's what I thought too. Honestly,
0: why not? Mm-hmm. I mean, the option is there. You're, you essentially people are selling their cows and bulls through this app called Tinder, and then people who want to buy a cow or bull will swipe left or swipe right depending on whether they like it or not. Mm-hmm. But who's to say? They're, who's to say they're getting the cow or bull to mate with, to not mate with somebody or to mate with somebody? So I guess it's it's because t- why not? Because yeah. why not? It's Tinder for cows and bulls.
2: But it's, <laughs> but it's not. You, you just told us
0: it, it's, they're think, selling cows and bulls. They're not. They're not effing. Yeah, but the point is it, it that the option is there. You're not there. doing booty calls at night, right? Whoever buys the cows and I bulls. I mean,
1: isn't it, John?
0: Yeah. <laughs> but whoever buys the cows and bulls can decide what to do, right? Oh, yeah, there's the option of eating the cow or the bull, right? So, uh, oh, yeah, so, that is, that is true just
2: too. Yeah. I think you're mis- misleading the this, the this, this story, man.
0: What's misleading about it? That, that I think. That you, yeah, that you have cow call- effing.
2: Yeah, exactly. It's not tender. It's just not, it's not effing around. It's not booty call time. <laughs>
1: That's what he's saying. It could be.
2: All right, here we go. <laughs> all right, what's, the next, what's the next article? What's the next story? <laughs> the next story is about
0: this cow and bull so right. <laughs> who met on this app called Tudder. <laughs> and suddenly they're making love. Because they taste and delicious. suddenly
1: there was a baby calf. <laughs>
0: <laughs> 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 Anyways, uh, speaking of uh, deals, because, you know, <laughs> you sell cows sure. and cows. <laughs> Uh, for five thousand dollars, you can hunt Bigfoot with Jose Conseco, for the young, for the young kids, he's a he's a baseball former baseball yeah. player, Jose Conseco. Um, oh, you
1: know, I was gonna say he sounds his name sounds familiar. Yeah. I don't quite know his. <laughs> he, he has been
2: relevant like in thirty years, man. Who's going to know who Jose Canseco
0: is? Well, I'm saying.
2: uh, His name
1: sounds familiar. I just don't know who he he is. uh,
2: He was a baseball player for Oakland Athletics. He was part of the Bash Brothers, him and Mark McGuire and stuff like that. Old old, 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 Old people like me. Know who he is? He has a twin brother. Uh, what else I know? I think he's had some. He had a. He was accused of using steroids and stuff like. That. He he got some, as all of them were. Yeah, yeah. This is back in the eighties. It was a very steroid era and stuff like that. But yeah,
0: mm-hmm. yeah. Anyways, uh, the former baseball MVP is pitching a trip to what he claims are the sites of authentic alien sightings and proven Bigfoot habitats. He's a shakedown artist mm-hmm. now, basically. <laughs> Apparently barely yeah. <so. laughs> yeah. Essentially, he's like. Pay me $5,000 to go on a trip with me. Yeah, he's That's grifter. essentially what it is. He's a grifter now. Basically. You know I mean? He's a scam artist. <laughs> yes. So, yeah. Yes. Okay. All right. Uh, speaking of trips, uh, Vietnam has deported the fake King Jam Un lookalike mm-hmm. uh, be- before the real one arrived. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I guess for obvious reasons, right?
2: What happened? Say it again. Does it lookalike running around in, Vien- in Vietnam and they kicked him yeah, out?
0: Yeah. There's, there's this Australian guy named Howard X who Mm -hmm. impersonates North Korean dictator, Mm -hmm. Kim Jong-un. And I guess Vietnam didn't want to piss off Kim Jong-un and go, you better leave now. Is that sensitive? (laughs) Before
1: he's gonna bomb us. But but here's
0: the thing though. He has a friend who impersonates Trump, but he gets to stay. Why does he get to stay? Why? Why All right.
1: Hmm.
0: Yeah. And uh, Hunter X said, North Koreans have no sense of humor. Because apparently he did this also with Singapore when they did a summit in Singapore and Singapore didn't care I guess mm-hmm. but Vietnam does mm-hmm. speaking of looks uh, Hanoi Vietnam Hair Salon is offering patrons free haircuts to match the instantly recognizable <laughs> styles of King Jam and Donald Trump yeah it's a good look
1: <laughs> i think i think they're that. supposed to pay patrons yeah. <laughs> to to give them those haircuts yeah
0: so essentially they're really celebrating the the summit being there huh yeah it's a real so. party
1: um, wow. yeah, it's quite the offer
2: You know what they, Both of those leaders They could all just stay in Vietnam That's fine You guys <laughs> Vietnam can just keep Trump They can keep Kim Jong-un Whatever Just, just
0: That's fine Yeah it's Speaking good. of offers Bars in Vietnam Are serving a drink called Peace negroni- negroni- Negroniations mm-hmm. To commemorate <laughs> Trump and King summit Now the reason okay. The reason why it's called Negroniations Is
1: It's a Negroni
0: Yes, very good person who drinks alcohol more than mm-hmm. ideal for anything. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's a Negroni cocktail made with pink grapefruit flavored soju, vermouth, and a drop oh. of angostura bitters. Manager mm-hmm. Antoine Orsa told Reuters. In the, you read the article. And That's I well read. said,
2: Albert. Yeah,
0: <laughs> I should have read. I should have really say this. Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> it's a real twister, buddy.
1: That, let's let's try. It. Let's try it again. <laughs>
0: Yeah, uh, you, uh, me or you?
1: Me, trying to, trying to read the recipe. Uh, do, you see it,
0: do you see it on the article?
1: Ah, here. Peace Negroniations. A summit-inspired take on the classic Negroni cocktail made with pink grapefruit-flavored soju. Okay, that's the not-so-Negroni part of it. Mm-hmm. Vermouth and a drop of Angostura bitters. Yeah, you said it,
0: right? Yeah, well, I said vermouth, but vermouth. <laughs> so it's pronounced vermouth.
1: <laughs> vermouth <laughs> and a drop of Angostura bitter. Angostura yes. bitter. What is that about like, Angostura bitter? It's a it's a, it's a, kind of... Um, it's like a liqueur. It's very, very, very bitter. And that's what gives the Negroni a distinct taste.
2: I see. You get the feeling that uh, Trump's going to mispronounce Negroni. He's going <laughs> to put extra emphasis on the beginning part of that word. You know what Listen, I'm saying?
1: Listen, he's so... Stank that uh-huh. he probably doesn't even know what Negroni
2: is. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just saying he's gonna look at that word and he's gonna he's gonna he's gonna, I, gonna, put, actually, he's gonna put extra emphasis at the beginning.
0: For what I understand, yeah. he doesn't drink alcohol, right? He,
2: yeah, doesn't drink. Alcohol. He
0: doesn't drink alcohol, so yeah. yeah, he really wouldn't know what
2: it is. Yeah, that, yeah. So that outer, outer brain of his is actually alcohol free. It's amazing. Yeah,
1: this, yeah. that wow. is pretty amazing. Wow. And well, maybe just, if he had some alcohol, yeah, maybe he might actually sort. He's just naturally straight. that psychotic
2: and dumb. <laughs> he's just, without the benefit of alcohol, he's just that dumb and psychotic. All
0: right. I guess so. Yeah, (laughs) And that's what's going on And I do not like what you liberals Are saying about me right now Mm -hmm. I do not appreciate it At all Mm -hmm. Mm
1: Yeah, nobody cares Trump
0: And before we talk about uh, Fighting with my family uh, Just in case the listeners actually care Jumping, where can people find you online?
2: You can find me on Twitter J-I-A-M-I-N-G-L-L-U Ruthie?
1: You can find me on Instagram at grace thirteen. That's G R A C E one three for DIY picks, travel picks, food picks, cat picks, and other random picks. You can also find me on Instagram uh, b at b. Entwined, that's B E. E N T W I N E D for event designs and planning for birthdays, uh, baby showers, gender reveals, bridal showers, weddings, and other party design or DIY needs.
0: It's like you're reading that now.
1: I am reading it now. It's too much.
0: <laughs> okay, and this is Albert. You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Albert Five X Five. You can uh, find me also on the other podcast. It's still in hibernation. I it just love like spoilers. <laughs> no, this is clearly me. Let's say it out loud. <laughs> and, uh, clearly out loud. And uh, oh, that was, oh, that was that was a sarcasm. Yeah. Okay. 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 You can also find me on the I saw the movie blog for my non-spoilers movie review and on the weekly comic strip that I do with Lewis. If you want to send us an email, send it to why at gmail.com. If you want to leave us a quick comment, uh, you can leave it at our Instagram page or Facebook page or on the website itself. If you want to show your support, because we need it, head over to whowhatworswhy.com slash support to find out how. Music has been provided by the White axis Find them at theyaxes.com. All the links and information can be found on whowhatworswhy.com. I also want to mention that me and Ming actually uh, did a guest we guested on another podcast called The Geekdom Fancast. Um, they haven't, As of this recording, they haven't released it yet. But keep an eye on that. I'll put the link on the show notes so you can check out their Facebook page and then they'll post it over there when it's available. Uh, yeah, Take a listen. We covered the uh, – it was like a spring movie preview episode. Yeah, take a listen to that. It's uh, nice and long. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's, that's what he said. Yeah.
1: yeah. <laughs>
0: All right, well, since Ruthie hasn't seen Fighting with My Family, I guess, Ruthie, this is adieu.
1: Good night. Okay, bye. Night.
0: Night. Bye. Good night. See you
1: next week. Next week, and see you next next episode. Yeah. All right,
0: all right, all right. All right, (laughs) Ruthie. Ruthie's gone. All right, Javang, before we do spoilers talk, uh, quick non-spoiler, non-spoiler recommendation on "Finding My Family." I recommend this
2: this movie wholeheartedly. It's a really warm uh, family. You know, sorry from the beginning. I recommend this movie. It's a it's a family movie. It's very moving. It's very touching. It's very clever and smart and funny and stuff like that. It's like it's it's almost a perfect uh, PG thirteen movie and stuff. It's it's good. It's good times.
0: It is. No, I totally agree. I kind of, I kind of, it made me. Appreciate professional wrestling even more mm-hmm. now. I guess even though I used to watch it as a kid, and as a, as an underdog sp- sports movie. Yeah. well said, Albert. As an underdog sports movie, it, it's really good. It's definitely yeah. it's definitely worth checking out.
2: Yeah, it's not just like an underdog sports. Movie. It's, a, it's, a, it's a tradition of these kind of British uh, comedies. You know, like uh, uh, was it, what was that Elliot movie? Sam Elliot? No, was it dancing? The, the dancing boy. God damn it. Shoot, you know what you remember that movie? The guy, the guy, da, 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 something Elliot. He, he wants to dance. It's also like the uh, shoot. It's also nah, God damn it! I went down. I went down a, a path I, c- I couldn't pull out of. What's the one where the middle aged guys decide to be strippers? Some of that. The Full Monty. The Full Monty. There you go. It's like a tradition of those kind of comedies and stuff like that. It's really good. Big thumbs up. Right, figure that <laughs> out. Just leaving me hanging out there, man. What, a Dick? You know, something, something, something. Elliot, the guy, the kid who wants to dance. You know what I'm saying? Billy Elliot. Billy Elliot. There you go.
1: (laughs)
0: Something, Elliot. Tell (laughs) me (laughs) something, (laughs) Elliot. God damn it! This this review is going well. Okay, but essentially, yeah, I I really think a lot of people should watch it. Uh, even if you don't, even if you don't like like wrestling, yeah, whatever professional wrestling. I think people should check it out anyway. Mm -hmm. Uh, like I said, as a sports underdog movie, it's definitely worth checking out. And yeah, maybe it will help people, have you appreciate pressing more. Yeah, I just repeated myself, didn't I? Anyways, here comes spoilers. Yeah. We're talking movies and TV shows. There'll be spoilers in our discussion, so please take it. You've been warned, it is time. Welcome to Spoilers, please. All right, on with the spoilers here. Uh, Jamin, go ahead.
2: I really enjoy this movie. I like the the acting in it. I like the fam, you know the family dynamics and stuff like that. I I I love how it's kind of far, funny and clever and stuff like that. I enjoy this movie a lot. And stuff. Yeah, but there's actually, there's not that much spoiler in this movie in the sense that you, you mentioned it. You mean
0: spoilers for real life, right?
2: Yeah, I mean, the <laughs> thing is, it's also based on something that happened recently, you know what I mean? So anybody who kind of Google or just in in uh, was into wrestling, who has a casual awareness of wrestling, knows her story and stuff like that. This only happened like four or
0: five yeah, years ago. but like I mean, that. talk about, like myself, I didn't know her story, mm-hmm. so for me, it would be spoilers. Oh, okay. Well. You know, to give people the benefit of the doubt of like. You know, like I don't, I don't know anything about her, but I want to watch. Oh this movie. yeah, but
2: what uh, you mentioned earlier, this is a uh, underdog sports story. So if you if you're familiar with that genre of movies, it, it it's this movie. You know what I mean? It does not you know what I mean? She starts from a, a poor uh wrong side of the tracks and stuff like that. She gradually moves her way up, and then you know she overcomes a bunch of obstacles and stuff. She moves away from her family. She moves to it like you know a different place in the world. Uh, uh you know, so it's 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 a classic underdog story. There's some it's really. There's some good stuff in it, but uh, it's yeah, it's kind of it's a
0: kind of a, you, you know, you know,
2: you, you know the story. Is what I'm trying to say.
0: Yes, like it, it, if people are going to dock this movie, it's because it's familiar. You've mm-hmm. seen this movie before, yeah. like what John described, describe a person who tries to go up the ranks and then succeeds at the end, kind of thing, mm-hmm. and everybody's happy. That's essentially what it is. But mm-hmm. as people said, it's not how. Similar it is to other people. It's the journey yeah. of the thing, and also
2: Stephen Merchant, the guy who co-created the office. He's a very, very smart, very bright person. So he, there are some. He does do some innovative stuff in it, though. Uh, for example, instead of just her, it just being like her story, it, it's actually her and her brother's story, which I think is kind of interesting. And the reason why it's interesting is because the dynamic they play it off. It's, it becomes almost a feminist story, feminist story, and stuff like that. It's not just that she wants to. Uh, leave her home And be And be a better person Or all that stuff But The, the, the fight they have At the end With her brother mm-hmm. You know uh, When he's When he, he He thinks like uh, What do you call it He's She's he She's taking an opportunity Away from him You know what I mean But she says no It's my dream as well You know It's not a thing Where it's like One or the other And stuff like that I deserve opportunity I deserve agency In this world And stuff like that That's a very kind of Feminist kind of a thing You know what I mean That's a very good just, point actually
0: Because yeah. you know Right now There's, 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 there's this group which pretty much are the MRA, the the men's rights activists, yeah. and their whole thing is that that they're they kind of resenting the fact that women are finally you know asserting they, themselves, yeah, asserting themselves are being out are being put more out in the open and whatnot. Mm-hmm. And essentially, what happens with the brother is kind of similar to that. He yeah. resented her to a point where 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 he was angry at her because yeah. like you took my dream mm-hmm. kind of thing. No, it's her dream also. Yeah, yeah, you're right. you know what? Didn't even think about that angle. Yeah, see? did not think about an angle at all. I was it, really thinking more of like the sports underdog story and the sibling rivalry thing, yeah. the jealousy thing. But I didn't really think about putting that into a team of it's a feminism thing.
2: Yeah, and the second thing that he did that was really clever is the when he gets when she gets to Florida and stuff. Her there's no villains in it and stuff like that. They, they kind of set it up where the other female wrestlers you think there might be a villain and stuff like that, but she, he gives uh, those uh, women weight. You know what I mean? Uh, you know what I mean? Then one of them has a kid. One of them, they're, do, they're doing it for, they, they have dimension too. You know They have agency too. So, and she doesn't have a love interest in this uh, movie at all, which I think is also uh, new and kind of refreshing. And the third thing that I think that he does that's really, really good, really, really clever. Because uh, do you, are, are you that familiar with wrestling? Were you a fan of wrestling?
0: I, I used to watch the WWF. Back yeah. when it was still called WWE. Yeah,
2: me too. And you know, one of the most famous things that uh, about wrestling is the heel turn, right? Yes. So the brother character, if you look at his arc, it's a complete heel turn, which I thought was really, really smart. He he did a movie about wrestling, and uh, and a storyline within the uh, in the movie is a WWE plot. You know what I mean? You, he starts off a really a really nice guy, really good guy. He helps around the neighborhood. He supports her and stuff like that. But at but he gets jealous, and then he does a heel turn. In a match, in a wrestling match, just like in real in wrestling, something like real professional wrestling, yeah, just yeah, like a real right. professional wrestler and something. I thought that was really really smart. I thought it was really really good. You when know he, what? Didn't think of it either. Yeah, that's what, <laughs> yeah, I when he slams her down at that at that Christmas match, I was like, "This is a heel turn. Yeah, this it's is a exactly heel heel a heel turn." turn. You are right. You're yeah. Right. So I thought so. Stephen Merchant very smart, very
0: clever, very clever, yeah. and he
2: pushes it where he finds places where he was refreshing
0: and innovative and something. So it's good, you know. Um also, did, you, did you watch the documentary for this? No, no, no. Okay, I'll, I'll cover the documentary stuff in a little bit. But you know what? It, I think I better not because I'm, I'm going to forget points. Yeah. In real life, what actually happened there was that he just didn't participate. Right. If I remember correctly, he didn't participate in that fight. Mm-hmm. So she was kind of on her own kind of thing. Oh, okay. Um, so the movie was more a more dramatic take, sure. of it, obviously. Um, the whole thing with, with her uh, having to... Be picked to go to Florida. Mm-hmm. It was a lot easier in real life. Actually, sure. it was literally like 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 she said in, in the documentary, or he said in the documentary, they saw her and they went and she they, she yeah. got it mm-hmm. kind of thing. It makes you wonder if, because they knew about the documentary, yeah. if that was the reason why. And also, the documentary as well, uh, it was criticized by a lot of people because it emphasized how the WWE actually does emphasize the looks of the wrestlers. Right, right, right. right? And in the movie it's the opposite of that. Yeah. Right? Like that's 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 not what it's all about. It's yeah. about actually being able to perform properly. Yeah. And it seemed like in real life that wasn't too much of an issue with her.
2: Yeah. In in real life, the WWE does promote blondes, big boobs, and you know, you know, lot sexuality drives a lot of the divas uh uh plot lines and themes mm-hmm. and stuff like that. But you can also look at it another way though. You can look at you can look at it as a positive though. Steven Merchant took uh you can, you can see, you can argue Stephen Merchant is doing a retort, uh, a rebuttal to the themes of the WWE You know what I mean? You can look at it that way, as a, this could be a satirical piece, you know what I mean? Or a rebuttal to to the WWE, you know what I mean? So hey, you can look at it that way, right?
0: It's true, but the, doesn't the WWE... Yeah, they, they, they sign the off on it But those guys are meatheads, <laughs> you know what I mean? I don't think they know they're, made, they're, made, they're being made fun of, you know what I mean? I mean, The Rock was the one who came up with this movie Yeah, right. and he's a smart guy Right, so I, I don't think the movie's gonna exactly like you know offend WWE. Yeah.
2: I don't think it's a very pointed criticism of WWE. But I do know, I do believe that Stephen Merchant is very aware of the sexism that's kind of baked into the WWE. You know what I mean? Well, they and then he's to, commenting if, on it.
0: I mean, I mean, they, obviously they've seen, the, they've seen the documentary, yeah. So they know that it was she meant Paige herself mm-hmm. said that, yeah. Like like the whole the whole she implied the whole thing is oh it is about looks kind of thing. Mm-hmm. It's important. Right, of course, that's not, not the whole thing, but it was important. Yeah, and the movie was pretty much saying it's really not. Yeah, you know, which is like kind of like a lie. You
2: but- can, you, you can, you can. This point can be actually, uh, can be actually uh, distilled into the real her real uh, life uh, first appearance on WWE, where she kind of comes out in a skimpier outfit. Her b- yeah, b- in b- real b- life, music. yes, and then but in the movie. It's, she's more, more dressed down. She's yeah. more you know she's more uh, what's more of a goth chick. She's more yeah. dressed down stuff like that. You know a little bit
0: more reserved. Yeah. In fact, like they they, they play in the in the movie they play it off like she's a complete amateur going onto the ring. Yeah. Like she actually froze at one point. She yeah. forgot her line or whatever, mm-hmm. right? Uh, in the in the in real life, not a case at all. She yeah. was a complete professional. She yeah. knew exactly what she was doing, you know. And and I mean I I know the page of that day was different than the, what the page yeah. became when she got popular. Mm-hmm. But, as people have. Pointed yeah. out to me, but uh, yeah, she was still a professional. She she yeah. was actually yeah.
2: yeah, that stuff I don't really mind because you have to take dra- You have to take liberties when you're making a movie and stuff like. You have to compress time. You have to make things certain things more dramatic and stuff. I don't I don't mind all that stuff.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: No, yeah, I I agree I agree. But but um, it, it is just I thought I thought it was just kind of interesting. But I, I you to you know one of the best things about the movie was the, the, the turn with the with the three blondes mm-hmm. in in Florida where she, she was Paige was the bad person. Yeah. You know, she was uh, she was the one that was stereotyping them. Yeah. when there was no stereotype needed at all. Yeah, even though the movie started off that way. Yeah, like like you see them and they go, oh, say it in the British accent kind of yeah. thing, and it really like it really played on you. It was a little bit manipulative. Yeah, but, and, the,
2: and the onus And the, I like the way The fact that they, they turn around Where the onus is also On her to reach out You know what I mean Right you know, It's true that she's traveling From a different country And all that stuff But at some point She has to reach out And reach And talk to people and, and get out And get out of her shell And stuff like that You know what I mean It can't just be on Everybody else She at some point Has to reach out And uh, and, and, and connect with people
0: it, That was one of the parts That I thought I really liked Was that, was that one scene where, where she realized Oh my god I'm the bad person here yeah. You know Like Like I was blaming them for things that they didn't really deserve to be blamed. Mm-hmm. And that, that was actually one of the parts in the movies that I actually also appreciated because it was like she learned how to be a better person. Mm-hmm. She learned that it's not all about her. She learned to be a teammate kind of thing. Yep. I don't know how it was in real life. I assume maybe mm-hmm. that's how it played out maybe, mm-hmm. maybe not. I know I know the Vince Vaughn character, which is a really good character in the movie. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, he's supposed to be like a combination of five different coaches. It's Vince Vaughn. Yeah, it's but Vince Vaughn. It's though. Vince Vaughn. He's being yeah.
2: himself. You're right. This is classic Vince Vaughn. This is the Vince Vaughn that I know. Well, and not just not love. the swingers
0: Vince, Vince Vaughn. Yeah.
2: I'm talking about the old boy. Uh, no, old, old school Vince Vaughn. Right, the, the guy who talks really fast, the guy who's very sarcastic, and he'll cut you down, you know, and stuff like that. I love this Vince Vaughn. I love this Vince Vaughn character. I love Vince Vaughn when he does this this type of character. He's so funny. His yep. timing is so sh- is so good. His wit is it's just so
0: sharp and stuff like that. I, I love it. It's great. I love it is spot. good. He's good. But, but speaking of actors, we, we got to point out, Florence Pugh. Yes. Pugh? Poe? Pugh? Pugh. Mm-hmm. Um, I actually saw her in Lady Macbeth. Mm-hmm. It was a Lady Macbeth movie that came out a few years ago, and mm-hmm. she was really good in it. I was yeah. surprised to see her in this role. Mm-hmm. Um, not only that, but it was kind of like, I don't think she's the proper size with Paige. Yeah. I kind of thing. I know Solo I know sword. there was one there's one shot in the movie where it look, looks clearly like CG where they tried to make her taller and yeah. it looked so bad. Mm-hmm. So bad. Mm-hmm. But other than that, I mean everything else was was pretty good. I mean the, the wrestling stuff, I believe he she had a double. Yeah. She had a double for I think the all print kind of had both well uh, well she had she had a double for all the like the like the suplexes and the yeah. pound drivers. And, and, and all the, the
2: falls and stuff like that. They can't yeah. take falls and stuff, yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. So actually if you go to YouTube, there's there's some, there's somebody who actually shot the filming of that scene mm-hmm. and you see them she goes up the rope. And then they'll cut, and then she'll lie down on the ground, yeah. kind of thing. Of course. That kind of thing. So, yeah, it's, it's on YouTube if you want to see it. So, they, they actually filmed that in front of a live audience, which is kind of neat.
2: Yeah, her and her brother, I think they're, 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 they're great. I think these are two actors that you kind of. We'll look out for you know, I and mean, see what they do next. another
0: spicing thing from the documentary thing. Apparently, in real life, the, the the brother actually, he second, he had a second edition as suppose, to mm-hmm. the movie. Yeah, and his second edition, they allowed him to go on the ring in a WWE uh, show, mm-hmm. right? In like it was, it was like a tag team match kind of thing, mm-hmm. and that was his like kind of like his best edition ever. But it was a case where he wasn't big enough. Oh, okay. It wasn't the reasoning that the uh, that the movie made. Well, he's a journeyman. You know, Is he's not
2: charming. He Does the X factor?
0: Yeah, he doesn't have the X factor. Mm-hmm. No, in real in reality, it came down again to the looks. He just mm-hmm. did not look big enough yeah. for a WWE wrestler. So and yeah, so they kind of changed it a lot in mm-hmm. the movie. But I think in terms of like uh, thematic stuff, it's better that they change things around. Yeah, it is isn't based on a true story. It isn't the true story because there's the documentary for. Yeah, that. that's fine. I mean, yeah. people who play—that's not really
2: a criticism because if you want to know what really happened, watch the you, documentary. You watch, the, watch the documentary and stuff like, or read a book about the or article and stuff like that. It's not that big a deal for what the movie, the theme that the the movie wants to say. Yeah, you get, you have to take a trip. Uh, uh, certain licenses and stuff. It's no big deal. It's a good movie. It's a really good movie. It's nice. It's a it's a nice, nice, nice story. Really strong message. Real heartwarming message. And this and this we haven't mentioned the scenes between the between the families. Right. They're, they're very movie and stuff like that. You know what I mean? It's, they are very touchy. And it's very when when the sister in law comes over with her family. That's that stuff is really funny stuff with Stephen and Merchant and you know and stuff. It's
0: really good stuff. It is. It plays it plays on the on the old pro wrestling stereotype. Oh. It, Pro Wrestling's fake It's like I'm yeah. sorry Yeah
2: you sorry, know? Mate.
0: Yeah, And I, I like I like their answer I've never actually used The an answer in real life Because I, I know it's fake But yeah. it's not fake fake yeah. uh, It's fixed That's yeah, it's actually fixed. The proper response to it. yeah, It's not fixed, fake It's scripted. fixed
2: yeah. Which And my biggest issue With the movie is Is actually Because you they tell you That right away it's fake, it's scripted and stuff like that The whole dramatic thing at the end doesn't make a lot of sense You know what I mean? Because you, Paige can't go into that fight not knowing what the outcome is, right? You know what I mean? Right So why, So you know what I mean? No, I, but
0: but, but the, I think I think their point is that she froze on her script Right That's yeah, that, I, that's not that the thing And in real life, she didn't freeze at all But in this one, it looks like she froze Because you, you can see the other lady, I forget her name um, Something Lee Oh, Angel Lee, right? Yeah, yeah. She looked at her like, where's your, your yeah. line? You know, but it, she didn't say that, but mm-hmm. it seemed like she was waiting for her to say her line, but she didn't say it. I
2: understand that. And I understand the other thing is they try to do is like, uh, that she has to kind of win over the crowd. That's a big part of the movie and stuff like that. Right. I understand all that. But, but the thing is, the way the family re- reacted to her actually winning and stuff, You because of the fact that, it, or and the way she reacted to her win, I understand some of it is supposed to be like, oh, she actually did it. She actually, you know, she actually, she didn't freeze and all that stuff. But, the fact that she's reacting to that win and being a diva champion—that kind of doesn't make a lot of sense. Because, like I said, it's there's no drama in that part of it. You know what I mean? She didn't. They knew going into she was going to win that match or something. Yeah,
0: it's not that. Oh, I, I should point that the little speech she did in in the movie mm-hmm. wasn't there in real life. Again, Albert, <laughs> relax. Don't I worry. know, I know, I know. I don't know why you're harping but, on but that. But I'm saying in the context of the movie, like you're saying, yeah. it's supposed to be fixed. So why would she get all dramatic about the whole like blah yeah. blah blah blah? Right. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Just like little minor things like that, and, and the other thing is other, that's called nitpicking. Yeah, it's just don't be nitpicking. And the other thing, uh, the other downside to this movie, even though I I, I do think it's innovative and in su- at some points, uh, does not. But overall, the overarching movie, I, I, there's nothing that happens in the movie where, that it surprised me. You know what I mean? Right. Of course, she's Agreed. gonna go back. Of course, she's gonna take off the. She, you take off that blonde and the tan, and so yeah. of course she's gonna reconcile with her brother and stuff. And well, the there's, thing, there's
0: gonna be a scene where she 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 runs scared, essentially. Yeah. Yeah. Right, yeah, of course. That horn, she's
2: not like gonna press the horn and stuff like that. Of course, you know what I mean. It's like you know, I like that scene. Yeah, it's all that stuff is good. The so
0: montage but, sequence there was really good. Yeah,
2: yeah. I thought. I'm just saying, there's nothing. There's nothing in terms of the big moments. There's nothing that happened in this movie that that, that was completely unexpected and stuff like that. Because, like you said, it's an underdog
0: sports story. You it's know? a typical underdog story, yeah. even though it's based on in real life. Yeah, parts of it yeah.
2: are. Where, like I said, where Stephen Merchick can assert his cleverness, his, his his progressiveness, and all that stuff, he he does, he does a really good job. But like I said, but overall, it's 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 a it's an
0: underdog sports
2: movie, but it's good.
0: Yeah, and yeah. it's hard, it's heartwarming at, at certain points, kind of mm-hmm. thing.
2: Yeah, know? I got really emotional. I got I got teary eyed a bunch of times and stuff like that. It's really good. Yeah, especially when you when you help out little kids around a neighborhood and stuff like that. that oh that, yeah, the yeah, kid. there's a blind kid, the, the kid, those kids off the streets so that don't sell drugs and stuff. All that stuff is good stuff. All that stuff is emotional, emotional, emotional oh,
0: stuff. Uh, speaking of which, the one scene at the very end where 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 the 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 other kid was looking at the at the drug dealer or whatever mm-hmm. thing, the drug dealer is played by that real brother. Oh, really? Oh,
2: that's, a robot? Oh, that's okay. the real brother? Oh, That's the real brother. He looks <laughs> like a white nationalist. That's hardcore, <laughs> man. I get it. All right.
0: It's good. Yeah. And, and, and I guess, uh, once again, the, the whole comparison thing, the older brother, he actually uh, didn't get into drugs or whatever after he failed audition. He mm-hmm. actually failed the audition because he had a record. Mm-hmm. That's the mm-hmm. reason for that. Uh, but I like the whole family dynamic. I think that's one of the best strengths about it. I, yes. I, I like the fact that the, the father and mother... They do mm-hmm. love their their kids, mm-hmm. and they're so supportive of their kids, kind of thing. Mm-hmm. You know, I do I do like it. It's refreshing, not having like oh, a bad dad or a bad mom. Yeah. It's just they're good parents to their kids. Mm-hmm. Uh, I I did like that dynamic.
2: Yeah, Nick Frost and Cersei's they're they're really good actors. Lena Headey. Yeah, they're really good. They're really good. They have really good chemistry and stuff like that. You know what I mean? They're really good. And the whole idea of fighting with your family, fight. You know, it, it that that, that wordplay. They're actually fighting. With each other in ter- Well,
0: I mean The the brother, the brother and sister No, no the yeah.
2: whole family fights. As oh, yes, yes, You're physically. right Fighting with family Yeah, physically They're fighting physically, they're yeah. As part of the act L- Literally like. But then they're also <laughs> Fighting each other You know, emotionally and it's, a, it's, a, it's also a, It's a very classic story You know what I mean Your family is You always say Especially your family Is your greatest strength But they're right. also paying the ass You know what I mean They can also They can also kind of Be your biggest weakness As well You know what I mean So it's all, all that stuff It's, it's good stuff I like yes. it a lot.
0: Yeah, and like, like, like we're saying, the thematic stuff is pretty good. Mm-hmm. Uh, the the brother has the biggest I think thematic arc.
2: Yeah, actually. Yeah.
0: Uh, Paige, Paige is kind of like the more predictable one, but mm-hmm. the the brother had a very good thematic arc because he he accepted his role in life in a sense. Yeah, kind of thing, and he's still doing good, and he's and it still involves the sports he loves. Mm-hmm. You know, so yeah, it, it's 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 overall a really good movie. Uh, feel good. Yeah, we can nitpick it, whatever, but but yeah, it's generally just. Yeah, it's a, it's a it's a nice piece of work. Solid it's
2: movie. That, it's a nice piece of work. They should everybody involved should be very proud of it and stuff like that. Yeah, I hope it does. It made like eight million dollars over the weekend, which I think is okay for. A, well, a, a that's domestic
0: movie. release. I don't know about international.
2: Yeah, I think it's gonna make its money back. So I hopefully uh, more and more people see it. It's one of those movies where the whole family can see it. It's one of those movies where they can actually show show it at schools and stuff like that. You know, what I mean? it's a good. You know, what I mean, it's a, good, it's a good. There's a lot of good lessons
0: in there and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Yes, a lot of good lessons. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. Uh, Thanks for listening. This was episode 224 of the Stuff and Junk Show. Thanks for joining us. Until next time, this has been a podcast on the Who What Works My Network.